welcome back to Severe Case of Indecision. Our completely biased opinions, and dear God, we're cutting it close with Ian and Tyler, and you're listening to Sound Audits. Uh, how are we doing today, Tyler? Bueno. Bueno. Okay. Good. Sick. So, <clears throat> we're recording this at approximately 9.36 uh, p.m. on Thursday, the night before this episode goes up. So... Yeah, we are we are cutting it close, but we're getting you this episode because we did promise. We did promise that we aren't going to fucking miss anything this year, did we, didn't we, Tyler? Yeah, we're making it happen. Yeah, it's every happen. Friday. We're we had finals this week, so that's why we've. Oh, yeah, Ian's about to stay up all night finishing stuff. Yeah, I have three papers due tomorrow that are not finished. Luckily, it's just a research portion of it uh, for the end of the paper. I finished all the rest of it, so it's not the hard part. Yeah, that's the hard part, but I have the rest of the paper finished. All of the papers are supposed to be 450 words, and they all came out to be, like, the first one was 500, the other one was 600, and the one on the Black Belt Eagle Scout concert was approximately 900 words, so. I bet that was fun to write. Oh my god. (laughs) Bro. Yeah. I could. I sat down on my computer, and I didn't stop for the next 30 minutes, and when I looked at the word count, I was like, shit, 836. Got it. So... Boom clap. Yeah. But, yeah. So, <clears throat> today, 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 what are we doing over tonight? What are we viewing tonight, Tyler? Today we're going to talk about Ventura by Anderson Pack. Hell yeah. I've actually been wanting to talk about this for a little while because it came out a little bit ago. When did it come out? It came out on April 11th. <laughs> so, this might be a little bit of old news at this point, at least in the grand scheme of the year. But... Uh, I, I wanted to talk about it because I thought there was some stuff worth mentioning here, especially about Anderson Pack as a person, because Anderson Pack is an artist, is incredible, he had a, he had an incredible 2018 releasing a critically acclaimed Oxnard, um, and Oxnard is also the name of his hometown, so there's that, um, but Oxnard was mind-blowing, um, it, fused so many different areas of funk and soul and hip-hop and r&b um and it was very very smooth and clean cut it also had some production backed by dr dre the one and only um so i mean how could he fuck this up and lo and behold he didn't fuck it up he it was impressive he had some he had some good singles that came off of that, uh, namely Tints and Who Are You, and Who Are You was one of my favorite songs of the year last year, um, just because it was so fucking groovy. It was awesome, great uh, hip-hop, jazz, funk banger. Um, he also released, before that, he released his 2016 album, Malibu, um, and that was, again, that wasn't as much funk-inspired for Anderson Pack, but that was more soul really watery and uh smooth and uh insert another adjective for soul music um but i also like that album a lot but that brings us to ventura 2019 album he released this five months just five months after the release of oxnard so i mean just for him to be putting out material like this is kind of impressive um, but then again, could also be considered disappointing to others because I mean, like we have people who are putting out music left and right, like new albums every single year, logic that really don't 
produce quality material every year, um, which is unfortunate, but hey, it happens. So, Tyler, do you have anything to say about Anderson Pack? Did you? Well, if you were interested in going to see him live, you can check him out at the MECU Pavilion on uh, May twenty eighth. In a week. <laughs> One week. Well. In Baltimore. There's that. Um, sick. Sick. Uh, and I mean, uh, if you need more in- information on Anderson Pack as a person, he's a singer, songwriter, rapper, record producer, multi-instrumentalist. He's, instruments include uh, vocals, drums, percussion, and keyboard. Drums and percussion. Good job, Wikipedia. Um, well, I guess they're two different things, but. We don't um, use Wikipedia. That's true. No, we, we, we use the. We use our minds. Nerd. We use our minds. Dictionary. No, we use our. Be, we're psychic. That's what we do. We're telepathic. We can tell. Oh yeah. Uh huh. We don't even have to be close to the person, but. Shrooms. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly on psychedelics. Um, but Dr. Dre also, fun fact, had a hand in the production of this album just a little bit. It wasn't. He wasn't in the as much in the forefront in the production uh, as he was in Oxnard, and also I think Pharrell had a hand in this, or at least a track here, uh, Twilight, I believe it was. So, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Um, but yeah, that's Anderson Pack for you, and I mean this album here that he released is thirty nine minutes and eleven songs long, so it is a reasonable listen. So. And I mean, I've heard people talking about this album, and it, they've said it's his most like R and B and soul inspired album. Um, so I mean, if you're into that vein, I would very much recommend that you go and check out this album. And um, honestly, looking at the track listing here and looking at all of the features that he has on this album, it it, it is impressive how many features he has on this album. Uh, and the one that really caught my eye was Andre Three Thousand on the first track come home and i was like hell yeah andre 3000 give me that shit but that's where i'm at you got anything else to add tyler no i think you i think you covered it okay (laughs) Uh, in that case we will see you in the next section yeah ute Word where we're back from saying fuck you to trading on Pokemon Go because it costs 16,000 Stardust and screw that. Um, so, um, now I've heard that a lot of people's biggest problem with this album, with it coming five months after Oxnard, is that it's a bunch of Oxnard B sides. And I don't necessarily think that, maybe for some of the material here, but I don't necessarily think that for two reasons. Number one, I feel like while this does definitely feel like it was part of an Oxnard recording session, I don't think it necessarily sounds like everything off of Oxnard. I don't think it's like identical in any sense of the word. And maybe that's partially quality, but I don't think it's necessarily an Oxnard ripoff for that. Um, From what I understand, it's... It's, it's just focus is different. Yeah, in it's terms of stylistically genre and style. Stylistically, it's a little bit different than Oxnard. I don't think it's necessarily Oxnard B sides, but it definitely comes from a similar vein somewhat. Um, lost my train of thought. Where was I going with that? I don't know. Probably somewhere good. 
I was, well, yeah. Um, and despite this criticism, I did find some tracks that I really liked off of this album. Um, number one, the first track I found to be amazing. The Andre 3000 uh, feature is slick as shri- sh- slick as frick. Is what I was gonna say. Heck. It's slick, slick as frick. So, so sick. Uh huh. Um, I loved Andre's verse. I, I love Andre's rapping style in general. Um, I think he just killed it. Absolutely. Um, I don't know what to think about this song. Okay. Well, I, I think love. That, I think that this album is so stylistically far from what I would typically listen to on my own time that i i I truly don't know what to make of it or what is considered good here because i listened to this entire album nothing really stood out to me this is the what we like section and i'm going to town here this is the what (laughs) uh, just stop talking i'm just gonna suck it in i'm just hold it hold it okay i liked everything's perfect shut the fuck up come home was instrumentally really good and i thought um that anderson pack's singing voice was a little bit more strong here on other than on other parts of the album um and i thought better what talking about make it betty what are you talking about no i'm talking about still talking about come home okay um and i thought the i mean did I already say stuff about the instrumental? I feel like I already said the... Well, I mean, the instrumental was great. The instrumental um, was very, very airy at points. It had these really nice backing vocals. It, the bass lines and the guitars and the piano are all slick, and they all add to the aesthetic of the song pretty nicely. Make It Better is um, a sex song, but at least it's a ha- it's a half-quality one. Um, it's pretty good. It's it's really not that bad. It's this, just kind of this song. This song you can tolerate. This I mean, this song just sounds nice. It's it's fine. And the feature the feature sounds good too. Smokey Robinson sounds p- pretty top notch. Um, the instrumental is just slick. Uh, it sounds like music that you would have sex to. Winter Circle. I'm gonna talk about Winter Circle here second <laughs> here for a second. Um, and I mean, well, I mean, the theme of make it better is also about making your relationship better through going to a hotel room and having sex there. So that is a different place. Like, it, it's kind of, it's whatever you make of it, really. Uh, Winter Circle. Winter Circle is really groovy. Really, uh, it finds a fantastic groove in the first leg of the song. It just, it... Jesus Christ, my brother. My brother plays Fortnite every night with online friends, and he's so loud. It's so loud. <laughs> I don't know why he's so loud. Anyway, uh, Winter Circle. Winter Circle was... Uh, the, the groove on this song is fantastic, mainly because the drum and the bass in this song find this pocket where the bass comes... Sl- or is it the kick or the 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 kick drum and the bass are slightly syncopated, like they're slightly off on some spectrum of the uh, of like it's a, a little half of a beat, something like that. And it's, I I really think that that really drives the song along. 
um thought the groove on the song was fantastic and i thought the vocals were good and it had some interesting uh instrumental switches as well uh some of the chords were pretty pretty snazzy i'd say um i thought this song was actually one of the most solid songs on the album and i know you're going to take issue with that but whatever um king james king james was one of the singles off of this album um and it is it is pretty groovy it's it's pretty nice um i the mean song all is of the- like i'm not gonna i'm gonna cut you off right there okay. the song is like an ode to black resilience yeah and um which i mean there's the, nothing the wrong lyric, with the, the lyrics are maybe a little graphic in depicting scenes of violence and yeah white supremacy yeah, and um, I mean, getting your feelings out there, whatever. I thought the song was pretty solid. Pro- I mean, I'm probably gonna rail. I mean, on it I a would, bit, I would guess that that's why. Yeah, this was released as a single. I mean, besides the fact that it was intended to smack. Yeah, I mean, I this is definitely one of the groovier instrumentals as well. Like all of the horns and stuff like that on it, all across. And the the bass line is funky. Uh, his voice sounds very, very good. The chorus is really catchy. What about the love? Come with me. It's really, it's really nice. I like the melody. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good tune. Um, Jet Black. I thought Jet Black, uh, similarly to Winter Circle, had a very good groove. Um, and I thought, again, it was a smooth instrumental. Now, and what can we do? Um, I thought this was better than most of Anderson Spack's closing songs because the close the closer on Oxnard I think was a train wreck mostly because he sang in Spanish um oh, I love when that happens <laughs> I think that came off corny and the one on Malibu if I remember correctly was not really anything special um but this one's better I think this one stands out a little bit in the track listing like instrumentally and the chorus is nice and the feature does a pretty good job it's kind of, it's 2 minutes and 30 seconds so it's it it doesn't necessarily feel like a fantastic way to close off the album I feel like it's kind this, of brief this song was like kind of a switch in style too yeah i mean it was actually of kind of a nice switch too it wasn't it wasn't that bad there were some interesting wood clicks and stuff in it yeah and, and those guitars funky. were weird yeah the guitars were definitely in the context of the album sounded very very strange but i mean i wasn't really complaining it was it wasn't bad on first listen i was like eh, what the fuck but uh the second listen i i warmed up to it a bit now here's where things get dicey because uh, Putting aside all the good things that I said about this album, right? There are some songs that really did not resonate with me at all. And even on the good ones, I have some problems with. For Anderson Pack and for the quality that he's put out before, I really do not think that this is his best work. And... I guess that's where we can transition. I know you had literally nothing to say in this section. You're gonna be, yeah. You're gonna be trigger happy in the next section, which yeah. I mean, this is actually one of the few times that I could see you trigger happy about an album. So I'm kind of fucking pumped. So, but we'll, well see you in the next section. This is not my area of expertise. That's true, but we'll see you in the next section.
<sighs> All right. So where to start with this? Should I let you start? I feel like I should let you. No, go ahead and introduce it again. Okay. Well, this is Ventura by Anderson Pack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, in terms of the quality of this album, when I first listened to Malibu, even the like the very first, the opening track off of Malibu, I was hooked onto Anderson Pack immediately because it was just so groovy and I feel like for an R&B soul vibe, like a modern R&B soul vibe, Creek Meister over here, Jesus. I'm sorry. Um, I thought it was fantastic. Um, it really, it had a vibe that I could vibe to. Like, what else can I say about it? It just really worked. Uh, and with Oxnard, I feel like he capitalized that on that even more. Um, and he really blew it out of the water. He released some tracks that actually blew my mind. The thing about this album is that I cannot say that any of the tracks blew my mind. Precisely. All of them, there were some good tracks. There were some tracks that I really liked and I really thought were good. But none of it surprised me with Anderson Pack. Like wanted- in the context of all of his other albums, this one falls short. This one definitely falls short. I wanted something crazy to happen the whole time. I was waiting for something to happen. For nothing a break crazy. Or something. Nothing crazy. It really. It's ever all happens. just kind of like I guess what I had expected, and I wanted something. Actually, I had expected something to go ham, just go crazy, but it didn't happen. I think the closest he got to really blowing it out of the water with it was the Andre three thousand verse. Uh, I really liked his verse. His verse. I thought was really it was good. like crazy but like it didn't the king james instrumental as well was good that was impressive. i agree this that's fine i thought that the instrumental make it better was pretty fun uh the instrumental winter circle was also fun but if that's the highlight of the album then i'm not very impressed yeah um yeah the, the instrumental for winter circle is fucking incredible all right is there anything just you like, want to accent like really i i'm just i think i'm just going to talk about my least favorite song go ahead and leave it at that I thought Twilight was absolutely atrocious. Go ahead. Twilight was disgusting. Twilight was gross. Um, I mean, you can start it off. The recipe for a good song is always a simple... <laughs> and it gets really repetitive. That is the entire song. Oh, we'll just add a... Phil. That's disgusting. Uh-huh. Why have you done this? <laughs> It really I don't have a problem with that. It sounds like it sounds kind of good. But Crash but... Bandicoot, <laughs> CTR racing. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> it's absolutely yeah. No, it just, the thing is, it in the context of this album, it's not a fucking R and B song. This is the song that Pharrell had a hand in. And why well, Anderson Pack? Like why? it was like I know you. I mean, you can suck a celebrity's dick, right? You can suck it all the way down to the base, but really, does that? <laughs> Is that does that make your album any better? No, it really doesn't. Um, and I mean, Twilight was just unfortunate. I'm gonna talk about what. That's the best way to describe it. It's just <laughs> we're sorry it happened, yeah, but it's it's on there. Like you're gonna have to yeah. look at it. Yeah, I mean, look at it with your ears. It's not appealing. No, it really isn't. It really, it really isn't. It's about as. It's a yeah. It's about as appealing. It's looking at a 
A. <laughs> I was gonna say just don't whatever you're about say to say just gross. don't. I was gonna say something about uh, a mutilated Chinese girl, but oh. <laughs> 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 or a guy. We don't discriminate around here. <laughs> you can be mutilated and be a guy too. Oh my god. Um, chosen one. Featuring Sanye Elise. Uh, this song was horrendous. This song really, really was just a mess. Nothing instrumentally made sense. The vocals really sounded half-assed. And almost everything about the song sounds phoned in and really, really rushed to the point where it's like, why would you even think to put this on the, on the album? Especially for the quality that Anderson Pack is known for putting out. Like, this, this really barely comes off as a song. Okay, that's a little bit, that's an exaggeration, like, it's a, it's a song, right? But it's, it's not a coherent one, it really isn't, it, it, it's, it's really, it's just, it's, it's a dilemma, and it's a dilemma that will not be fixed in the near future, but, and I mean, we can talk about the other songs on the album if we wanted to, I mean, Good Heels is this pointless instrumental passage uh, with some vocals that's a minute and a half long, it really makes no sense in the context of the album. Reaching Too Much is also a mess. The Switch, uh, I think both of them would have worked better as their own separate ideas, but there's a beat switch in the first minute and 30 seconds of the song, and it really doesn't flow whatsoever. Uh, and the other part of the song really doesn't sound like anything much at all it i thought I yada yada was pretty strong lyrically and or um pretty strong instrumentally yeah and lyrically just sucked. almost obnoxious lyrically yeah like i was listening i thought the it. first part of the end like the instrumental build-up to where the lyrics started was good mm-hmm. and then after that everything just went to shit i was kind of intrigued it was a spark i wanted to see where he was going with it and then I, crash there's certain Bandicoot. i can't even i can't really figure out what it is yet i'd have to listen to it 10 more times which i'm not going to no and find out uh what it is there's certain sections of songs and certain songs just in general that his voice just it seems like it doesn't belong on or it's stretched a bit that it's just it's not even out of his comfort zone it's just his voice doesn't fit there yeah it's not it's not for him i don't know what it is yeah, but no, I agree. I think Yada Yada was one of those songs where it's just like, I feel like somebody could have done it better and not made it obnoxious. Right. Um, I also, there were a couple of points on the album where he made political jabs as well. And I mean, King, Jag, King James in and of itself is an entire political jab. He touches on illegal immigration. He touches on uh, Colin Kaepernick, the taking a knee thing. He also touches on police brutality in inner cities, killing little black kids. And, Build a wall. We'll hop over it. Uh-huh. Well, again, illegal immigration. Um, so... And I mean, you can take that any way that you want to. I thought some of the lyrics were kind of clever. Um, I don't know. I feel like people are gonna. F- some people are gonna find it. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I thought the one line on the album talking about the global warming blowing out your perm. I thought that was kind of dumb. But I did like the one line on Wonder Circle. I I don't know how well to age. Um, 
considering that Donald Trump will not be the last president, and some people may take it as, oh, hey, the president now is who he's talking about, but uh, Winter Circle, he has um, the line that he says, I go dumb like the president, and I th- I don't know, I thought that line was kind of fun. Just the way he delivered it was fun, because I could tell he was just smirking at Donald Trump. Not that I have particularly, well, I'm not even going to talk. <laughs> I'm going to stay neutral on that matter. I have been in the man's house once. I've never been to the White House, actually. I want to. It's actually very clean. Well, I would imagine. I've never... My scout troop always talked about going and taking a tour there at some point, but we never did. You should do it. I want to. Alania's really tall. She's taller than the Donald... Is she really? I actually didn't know that. She is if she puts her shoes on. Well, well, <laughs> fuck you. Oh. <laughs> I spit in your eye. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, it happens. Yeah, it We're does. We're like a foot apart. Yeah. Six inches. Maybe three. Uh, three inches apart. What? Mouth to mouth? Oh, shit. Well, that nah. <laughs> <laughs> happens every once in a while. Um, so... I mean, in conclusion, this album also, it just instrumentally at times, like Tyler was sort of alluding to, kind of blends together. Like, especially quality-wise, a lot of times there is a not-so-fine line between the quality material and the material that isn't very quality. So much of it feels just good enough. Yeah, but I mean, some of it, some of the highlights on this album are, like, pretty high, um, the first song is great. Disagree. Winter Circle is great. Nope. The instrumental in James, James, King James is great. Uh, what Can We Do is a nice um, offset to the rest of the album. I thought it does a pretty good job of closing it out. And I mean, if you are a fan of this kind of music, you're probably going to find this great. I would agree. Yeah, I, I say that. I feel like everything, even the highs, follow a sort of script of what I would expect for this genre. Even Winter Circle, it's like, all right, we need this song to smack. We'll add this. We'll, we'll add. We'll add the drums. We'll add some funky fills. All right, got that? Perfect. Add add your slapping bass. All right, we got that. All right, that sounds great. Perfect. Add your lyrics. We need something kind of kind of jokey that sounds and nice. sexual. All right, we got that. Of course. Perfect. It's just like everything. It's like if I was thinking, how am I going to write that song? This this is probably the form the song would take without any risk without anything crazy it's just i don't want to say average because it's not that's not that's not what i'm trying to say here it's just it's not unexpected it's normal for anderson pack it really isn't anything exciting for the most part just go listen to the old albums there's nothing wrong with that go listen to oxnard and go listen to malibu both of those albums have incredible songs. And I mean, I would I would cherry pick this album. I'd return to some of the songs here. <sighs> Maybe once or twice. I probably, actually, I probably wouldn't go back to this very much after this. But I'd just listen to his older stuff. Which is unfortunate. Which, like, I mean, this album probably is going to disappear for me. Which is going to lower the rating a bit. But, I mean, it is what it is. So, I mean, I guess... What are we good? I feel I feel like we ratted on everything we needed to rat on. So, we'll see you in the next section. In conclusion, Tyler. in conclusion, this is a concert you go to when 
you are handed free tickets. I'd go see Anderson Pack. And I think Anderson someone Pack drops down good. from heaven and gives you gas money and burritos. Anderson Pack, you live, go to the show. I feel like it would be pretty good. Do you spend seventy dollars or whatever he's charging to see him play in this humid Air Force tent in <laughs> Baltimore? No, you don't. You just don't. At a different venue, maybe. Are you, if you're a huge fan, no, you don't. No, I'm just kidding. If you like him, go. Um, I think that this. I don't. I don't even know what I'm talking about at this point. It, <laughs> don't say that. You know exactly what you're talking about. You're an expert. On no, that I know. Right? I know what I mean to say, but what I'm conveying through these words that leave my mouth are vague and un. Intelligible. <laughs> that was that was an incredible sentence. You weaved around so many different barriers of the English language there. <laughs> I think I think I just you cut learned, down some trees along the way. That was good. I think I just learned more about myself <laughs> through those words. Jesus. All right. Well, in my conclusion, this album, in the grander scheme of Anderson Pack's discography, really wasn't anything special. It was kind of disappointing. Again, there were some songs that. You could probably take away from this, but as an entire album experience, I really wouldn't experience this again. I didn't really have a diverse opinion of him yet. You've listened to his discography. You kind of know what's going on. I only know this album. Yeah. It's not the most shiny impression that I have of an artist. Doesn't mean it's bad. I don't think that this album is bad by any means. There were no, there were really no songs that I listened to and I thought were horrible. Ah, um, uh, Twilight was no, atrocious, and so no, was no. I don't think it was atrocious. It was atrocious compared was. to the rest of the songs. I thought it was. I thought both of those songs were really bad. Really bad. Yeah, like I would never listen to those again. I think at that point I might have been just tuning out. Okay, Chosen One was atrocious. Okay. Chosen One was so messy. I'll take your word for it. But again, come home. I feel like King the, James. I feel like. The Jet difference Black? between Twilight and Come Home are not a giant increase for something you would call atrocious and acceptable. <laughs> you know? I feel I like know. there's, for me, there's not a ton of space in between. Maybe. I guess it depends on who you ask, but I mean, I'll take your word for that too, so. I don't know. What did you, how, what would you rate this album? What did you, what I you think feeling? that this not being my genre or anything I have listened to or want to listen to or will listen to again. <laughs> um, I need to I'm gonna, get you I'm, into more I stuff. Think, okay, I, th- I, I think Jesus. that... I don't know what that was. <laughs> that was a chicken brisket. I think that I'm going to <laughs> give... I'm going to give this album a... I don't know. You go first. I'm probably feeling like a mid-six. Okay, I'm thinking really hard. I was going to give it a four-something... But I feel like that uh, might be unfair well, like. because that's not my thing. I'm going to give it a low six or a high five, five, nine. Okay. I'd give it like a 6.4, 6.6, somewhere in that area. Um, just go listen to Andrew Smack's older stuff, like really. And listen to King James. Or and if come you home. are exclusively R&B and soul and didn't like his funky tendencies, check out this one. It's less of that with more... Twilight. <laughs> it's a tasty track. Uh, t- 
tasty as in plenty of flavors, but are those flavors good? No, it kind of feels like my dog's shit seeping over my tongue as it is coming out of his asshole. Kind of, kind of is what it feels like. So mm. that's where we're at with that. But overall, I really didn't think this was that bad. It, it just wasn't great, which is unfortunate to say, especially for Anderson Pack. My man, I really love him. I really do. I really think he's a talented guy. Really think he's put out some good material in the past. But this just wasn't it. Not for me. Um, not it. Not it, Chief. 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 Thank you very much for listening, though. Um, if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, I would recommend that you go back and listen to maybe some of our other ones if you're a newcomer here. Uh, we also are on the Instagrams. Um, uh, uh, again, I'm going to reiterate what I said in the last episode that, uh, there have been technical difficulties in the past with getting episodes out. Um, so especially with audacity and anchor. So, and I mean, we're using free services, so I guess that's what we get, but we are not professionals by any means. So go and follow us on Instagram. I, I will be updating when there is a problem with the upload and we're fixing the issue. So go, go follow us for the updates. At least I'd say, um, also go follow Anderson pack, go listen to his music. Maybe you'll like this album more than we did. Um, I know some people did like it more than we did. Um, but Hey, what can you do? So, he is on Instagram. He has a couple million followers, something like that. So, it's just Anderson Pack. Anderson.pack. Anderson.pack, I believe. So, there's that. Uh, and we will be back same time, same podcasting channel that you're listening to if you're on Google or Apple or if you're actually listening on Anchor. I don't think anybody listens on Anchor anymore. Anchor actually has really bad quality. Like... When you listen on the app, it sounds really bad. Does it really? Yeah. Well, that's just unfortunate. It's their app. Why would they lower the quality? I don't know. I don't know either. A bunch of potheads. I found an app called Podcoin, which pays you to listen to podcasts. Huh? Yeah. But you have to have, I think it's, you got to have like 12 hours or something and you get a $2 Amazon gift card. So you got to do a lot of listening to actually make money. Dude, or whatever I just the put, card you I just want put is. the podcast on and lower my volume completely. But you listen to music a lot. Yeah, I do. I do I other things a lot. lot so that's frequently going back. Because I was going to do that. Like, leave it on overnight. But then that would be, like, frequently going back and forth and playing and pausing and starting and stopping. Yeah. I don't know. But if you actually listen to podcasts a lot, or if you're commuting and listening to podcasts, check out Podcoin. Because you get paid fat stacks of $2 gift cards. Hell, I mean, it's which I didn't know existed, but they do. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder why a service like that got started. I don't know how they make money. You can also just take your like, I know it's like ten or twenty pod coins. So if you listen to twenty, so that would be two hundred minutes. So not that long, right? If you listen to two hundred minutes of podcasts, you can donate. It's like eight cups of water to someone who can't doesn't have water oh, to that's pay cool. for the charity so it's like it's pretty cool so if that's you're interested cool. i like coin. that that's chill yeah i really do like that that's cool all right we got off track but whatever pod coin that takes precedent so i mean we... our podcast feeds kids that's all i'm saying <laughs>
Uh, I would love to get that Has the potential. I would love to get to that point. That would be sick. Start charities and shit. That'd be awesome. Start a GoFundMe. That'd be awesome. I'd love to do that. Feed kids? New microphone? Oh. Let's weigh our options. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. We'll feed the microphone. We'll We'll figure it out. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, well. Where was I with the... I think that was at the end. I think uh, we're we, saying goodbye. Yeah. We will see you in the next podcast, hopefully. At the same time, same channel is what I was saying. 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Friday. Friday. Morning. Morning. 9 a.m., as I said. Uh, always be up, and I always make posts to remind you that the podcast is definitely out. Um, so, yeah. Whenever you wake up. Uh-huh, whenever I wake <laughs> up. Because I don't wake up in the morning. Goodbye. All right. We will see you all there. Have a great week. And we will see you next time. Love you all. Goodbye.